Welcome to the Art of Brilliance podcast. It's season seven, or it might even be season eight. I mean, who knows, and who cares? We stopped counting ages ago. This season, it's something fresh and uplifting, crammed into five minutes a week, every week for 52 weeks. Now, if you're thinking five minutes is easy, think again. Just imagine if my teacher could tell me the key messages in just five minutes, instead of talking all day long. Whoops, if you're listening, I love you, Miss Davis. That would leave me loads of extra time doing whatever I want. Anyway, that's me done, otherwise my intro will be longer than the actual podcast. The clock's ticking, five minutes and counting. Enjoy! Five things I learnt from running 500 times in 500 days that aren't really about running. Part one, by Will Hussey at AO Brill Will. And when I say it's not really about the running, it isn't. It's about choosing to put your best foot forward every day, which was something that I didn't really do. And I guess like everyone, some days I was more motivated than others. And I think we all have a bit of a tendency to wait and see what the day brings, which of course is fine. But too many days waiting turns life into a waiting game, when it should really be a making game. It's what you make of it. I think. There's room to mix both approaches too. Take responsibility for making things happen and approach the day with a sense of anticipation. Putting your best foot forward, it's a bit like an insurance policy. You've made something of the day even if the day itself doesn't quite come up with the goods. You're already winning. Number one, day one is way, way harder than day 500. Of course, 500 sounds harder because it's a big number and it sounds a long way off to begin with. Running for 500 days sounds harder than running for just one. And it kind of is. It's just that day 500 is much easier than day one, whatever it is you put your mind to doing. Taking that first step is a step into the unknown. You have no idea how it's going to go and it takes courage But it gets easier from there because of the experience that you've acquired. And of course, day 500 has acquired masses of experience. So if you think about it, whatever challenge you decide to take on can be easier tomorrow if you start today. Which I really think is a good reason to stop postponing things. Number two, I didn't start off with the number 500 in mind. I just decided to keep going unless there was a good reason not to, because why stop when you're onto a good thing? And truthfully, there hasn't been a good reason not to. There's been a few excuses, but that's not the same as a good reason, and people too often confuse the two. Excuses are a little bit subjective, like it feels a bit too cold or I'm a bit tired, Good reasons tend to be more objective, like I'm stuck on an aeroplane travelling to Australia. And in truth, they don't come around very often. I've suffered bereavement and illness and not once has it been a reason to stop me. In fact, the opposite is true. It's the tricky times that make it more important to stick to the rituals and routines that help keep your feet on the ground. It matters more when the going is tough and when the going is good, your habits help you to keep moving forwards. Number three, sometimes when time is tight, you have to prioritise yourself because honestly, no one else will. 
not because they don't care and they don't love you, but because they've got their own plate full with all sorts of crazy stuff going on. Prioritising yourself can feel a bit selfish, but let me tell you it isn't. But that doesn't stop you feeling guilty about it. Some days are full on and there just isn't enough time in the day. But I've learned that whatever you do or you don't do on those days doesn't make them any more manageable. Mad days are mad days. Whether you choose to put on your running shoes, go for a walk, whatever that thing is that you need to do or not. You feel worse and are a lot less help if you don't do the things that you do than if you do. You have to make time for yourself and that's called self-care. And it's not in the least bit selfish because you are much more used to the rest of the world if you're firing on all cylinders or at least something approaching that rather than bemoaning the fact that you've not got around to doing whatever you needed to do. All of us can relate to those days when we've sacrificed doing something we needed to do for good reasons, but have actually detracted from the day rather than added to it. Adding to the day generally means doing more than less, which is probably why I've already used up my five-minute quota. So to recap, number one, it's always harder in the beginning. Take the first step, it gets easier after that. Number two, there's a difference between good excuses and good reason. And number three, you have to make yourself a priority. If you've enjoyed this, look out for part two. Thanks for listening to the Art of Brilliance podcast. If you've enjoyed it, please tell the world. If you've hated it, I'm ever so sorry and I hope your day improves. If you're interested in happiness and well-being, please check out our website, artofbrilliance.co.uk, where you'll find details of talks and workshops that we offer, and you can browse our little shop of happiness for books, posters, and even T-shirts. Until next time, bye!